All right, settle down, people. We've got a lot to cover, and time is short. And it's doggy style. I've got another puzzle for you. If you are wise, you'll listen to gas, man. How the hell do they know that I got gas? A giant, hairy creature, part ape, part man. Indians call him Gas Man. Get, get, get a lick of this loving. Man, you got to check it out. It'll boogie woogie on your brain. Hate on me for making this song. Got gas on your mind. Some people have said that you're retarded. Not me. And my grandmother said to this woman... You're gonna do that gas thing? Yeah, we're gonna do the gas thing. Laugh out loud. That's Moto Bunny and Killing Me is the tune. That's brand new music uh, from uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, it is, Gary. <laughs> local band? Uh, local band, man. Yeah, absolutely. And not only is it a local band, but they actually have like 
like three bands. This band because it's Moto Bunny is derived from a band called the Love Me Nots, who also created a band called um, Zero Zero. Okay, so they have all three different bands, but it's like the same people. You know what's crazy is that years ago when I used to do audience warm up when I used to work on Carson Daly, right? His show back in L.A. years ago. We would have these bands on that had never been on TV before, and they would come on, and you wouldn't know who they were, and you would see the, the run sheet for the day, and you would see that it was Panic at the Disco or Fall Out Boy or Adele or Colby Calais, and you're like, who are these people? And then literally like six months later, they would just blow up. It was crazy. I mean, it was, it was so cool to just see kind of the early phase of their career. And you know, Carson was great in, in terms of like – helping those people springboard to the next level. Like, cause he was such a big music fan right. that he would jump them and give them their first. I remember Colby Calais. I remember she was from LA or maybe from San Francisco and she came down, her whole family was there to, to see the show and watch her debut. And it was just really, really cool that, you know, he gave her the first break and I got to see a lot of these people before they made it big. Yeah. That's really neat. It's, it's what I, we do here on this show, going global with gas. Man, <laughs> like that. Wait, that was my entrance. There he is. Well, yes, well, I, I tried setting up a great story about me, and then of course you have to piggyback on. Hey, this is what I do. It's like, well, what about me? I mean, maybe introduce me, Kev. Like, I mean, well, it's, gee, tell, I mean tell people. <laughs> I was I mean, gonna get there. I was gonna get there. You kind of jumped in a little early there, buddy. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, I got a lot of credits. No, it's fine. I make a lot of money. <laughs> uh, comedian Gary Cannon is with me right now. Uh, this is this. Uh, you know, this show we do music, comedy, and yeah. life. So today we're going to do comedy because uh, you are a very funny comedian, and I'm glad you're here with us today. Uh, you've been on the show before with me when I was doing radio, yeah. uh, 93 years KW, ago. Yeah, KWSS, uh, yep. and it was such a ton of fun. And every time you're in town, I just enjoy your shows. How long have we known each other for? What do you think? <sighs> Probably about four years now. I would think four 2010, years? maybe 2009. Maybe even a little bit longer than yeah, that. Yeah, maybe around there. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep. And, uh, you know, we're going to have comedian Brian Ritchie in with us a little bit later on. He's on his way. Um, last night, we were over at the Stand Up Live comedy show over there in downtown Phoenix. Yeah. And you actually lobbied to get me on. I, I'm so, that's so cool of you. Thank you. Well, first of all, I've never, I, we've known each other for a long time. Right. And I know that you do stand up, and I've never seen you do stand up before. So... I'm Brian and I are working this weekend with John Lovitz at Stand Up Live in downtown Phoenix, and and John just did the first show, but wasn't doing the second show. So they gave Brian. So funny how comedy works. Like first show he's opening, right, and second show he's headlining. So it goes <laughs> from doing ten minutes and making fifty dollars to doing like an hour and making right. you know triple the money or whatever that is. But uh, <laughs> I knew it was I knew it was Brian Cho, and I was like, hey, you know, it, it's so loose. The, the the late show. Let's have you yeah. do some time because I've never seen you before. I knew it was going to be a great crowd, and it was a blast, right? Yeah, yeah. I had a great time. It was so much fun, man. And you really killed it. I mean, yeah, this is no joke you. because it was funny because the audience was really chatty and kind of all over the board, and like you went up after Tim, who right. nailed it. Yeah, and uh, it was really a lot of fun. Yeah, I had you know for me, it's you know I'm I'm still kind of on that that climb up and trying to figure out who I am on stage, you know, trying to figure out my personality, how I can deliver my material the best I can do. Right. And last night was just one of those, uh, a culmination of, of everything I've been doing up to this time to really get on stage and feel so comfortable up there. So I'm still new in it, you know, in relative eyes, but in, 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 uh, for last night, I just felt it was great. It was just a good combination. It was funny because you said that, you told me off air that you did that show the month before and yeah. it was this great 25 minute set and yet you forgot to record it. I didn't. 
the, the people who they, were they forgot to record yeah, it. Right, exactly. right, right, right. That's always the case, right? You know, it was it was over at a recording studio that has, that's for students. They can uh, get up, you know, they can pay their money and learn the trade of how to be an audio engineer. And so they bring in once a year all this huge equipment, like a million dollars worth of equipment, like they're putting on this big, huge show, and it's all for the students. So they have video cameras, large speakers, they had uh, video screens. I mean, they had, everything was it was macked out. It was awesome, and. From what I understand, they forgot to press record. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I mean, you would expect that, like, of a different kind of group, but like that's that's what they that's, that's what their they do, gig, right? right. <laughs> and the fact that they're forgetting, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so it's so crazy that yeah. that little detail was overlooked by somebody. That little, and that's like one of the most important details. Yeah, you know, you think the checklist would be like handy. It's like and All now right, record. And now the guy that forgot to record you is a twirling a sign for Liberty Income Tax <laughs> because he should have done. Because we talked about this. There's so many, yeah. And I know we're going to talk about this later, but like it's so funny. I, I know that you and Brian do you know, the restaurant stuff, and it's so funny to me. We talked about this off air about how people just don't take ownership of their job. I mean, listen, I've had lousy jobs, but I've still put in 110% most of the time. You know what I mean? So you go to the, get these gigs and you're like, wow, I can't believe that service is bad. And it, it, it's beyond me. And that's why I used to love your segment when you would go in and, and review these restaurants yeah. because it, you would have the, the servers call you sometimes, right? Yeah, if, yeah we, what we would do is uh, Brian Ritchie, who's going to be joining us a little bit later on, me and him did this segment on the radio show called Serving Stories and Customer Tips about the restaurant industry. So we'd go in. Our, our deal was to get better service for bigger tips. So we wanted to educate the uh, servers and also educate the diners, you know, on how to eat out. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. So we'd go out there and get our service done, and we'd leave a note behind. It says, you've been gassed. Your service will be, will be reviewed tonight on the radio. Call in. And, yeah, so we had uh, a Chili's uh, waitress call us up. And then nobody else was calling us, so we ended up calling this the uh, restaurants. Oh, interesting. And, okay. And asking them. So what we do is we're like, all right, let me skip. Is Mike there? And you're like, yeah, this is Mike. I'm like, this is, uh, we, we ate there earlier. We left a note. Oh, that's you guys, man. That was a joke, you know. I don't know what to think about that, you know, because this big note we left on the Would pa- people table. call you, like, l- let's say you gave them a bad review. Uh-huh. Would they call you and just start complaining all the time like yeah. hey that's you know uh, this that and the other thing i mean i think people are are obviously nicer if you leave a better tip with a nice note but i yeah. think obviously people become resistant when you are unhappy with everything well you know uh we always left a good tip and that was important regardless regardless because okay. if we're gonna rip on you at least did we treat did you treat do we treat you well yeah we you treat us well it's good but you won't okay but aside from that like let's say you were to go in like what's your rule Go into a restaurant, right? Service isn't that great, right? But you want to make sure maybe, maybe here's here's my thing. I'm sure you agree with this. If the kitchen's backed up, or whatever, like I don't. If if there's a problem, that's all I want them to do is acknowledge it. Like, hey, listen, sorry, right. This is going on. Uh, that that's all I want them to be. I just uh, accountability, yeah, huge, yeah. right? But when they don't acknowledge anything, no apology, <laughs> no nothing. That's the issue. So let's say you go in, no apology, no nothing. What is your standard tip, right? You're out on a date. You, right. you look like a Red Robin kind of guy. <laughs> you you go there. Like, what what would you tip if the service wasn't that great? You know, I, min, obviously minimum fifteen. I'd always I wouldn't go lower than fifteen percent. Okay, eighteen um, percent is kind of the new fifteen. If you want to go that route, so maybe even eighteen percent, depending on how it is. I don't reward bad service. I don't go above and beyond and, and tip extra just because it's the karma thing. Oh, I, right. But I, if I tip at least the minimum of what I think is acceptable, I'll just tip the minimum. But that, that's a statement, I think. But will you make a note? Like, let, let's say you're not doing the radio show. Will you right. make a note like, hey, listen, this is why – because I think that's uh, – most no. people won't do it. I don't do no. it, but I think I, – I, because then you make then, – then when they get the tip, they're just like, oh, that guy was a cheap ass. Right. But I think if you maybe point it out, you know, maybe that's the issue too. 
Like that helps. That's them. a touchy thing, you know, for a customer. You know, we we would have tipped you better if you had done this instead. Is that what right. you're kind of saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give them like a, well, you know, you you know, then you talk about accountability in the restaurant industry. You're not going to find it. it Never. They talk about passing the buck along. I mean, it, nine times out of ten, it's the server's fault. But that gets passed down. Well, the kitchen, this right, or something happened back there. You know, it's always never I fucked up. <laughs> you know, you it's know always what the worst is. They, here, here's what I hate. It's our government. The, the worst is you, <laughs> is the, the 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 thing I hate is you go into a restaurant right before closing and they just ignore you because they're cleaning yes. up and, and and it's like listen like if you guys wanted to close at eight thirty close at eight thirty right. like don't you know don't start your cleanup at eight thirty and do that till nine. Because to me, I always think as long as you're in there before it closes, but then they're always cleaning up and no, it's a big pain in the ass. There's rules to that. There's there's two rules to when you go into the restaurant. If it's a half an hour before they close, if they're empty, don't eat there. Right. You know, maybe, maybe half an hour is okay, I guess. But if it's like you know, fifteen twenty minutes till closing time, I wouldn't go in. I wouldn't eat there. If it's slow, they're cleaning up. They're ready to get out of there. Right. If, if it's busy, yeah, by all means, it's all good because they're they're staying another couple hours afterwards. Yeah. So that's okay. It's acceptable. But to walk into a restaurant where it's empty and bring in a party, it's like you know, find somewhere else to eat. Right. It's right. just the way it is. You know? I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to bring in eighty five people at five to nine. I get that. Right. Yeah. But but it is funny. Like I always see. It's it's anything. They start closing down at eight thirty when you guys are still technically open for a half an hour. Right. You know what I mean? So that that kind of frustrating. But I, I remembered you guys doing that segment. I really yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. We'll, and we'll get into it a little bit later on. Oh, great. When Brian shows up, we'll, we'll do our because the serving stories and customer tips is what it used to be called. We call it Diner's Ed now, okay. and I do it every Tuesday on my radio show at ninety three nine FM. It's kwss dot org called Driving with Gas. So that's something a little cheap plug for you guys cheap out plug. there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, we have comedian Gary Cannon with us right now. And last night over stand up live and this weekend as well. And you are just a traveling comedian, man. You are all over the place. You travel the world. You've worked for the troops, which thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I mean, you know, not so much now. I mean, I, I used to be on the road a lot when I used to work with guys like Mitch Fatel and, and Ralphie. I, mean, I used to work a lot on the road. Not as much now because I, I'm in town in L.A. more because I do a lot of audience warm-up for TV shows. Yeah, and, I want to talk know, about that, too. Yeah, yeah. So, so, you know, I'm currently working on a show called Sullivan and Son, which is with Steve Byrne. He's a uh, former New York City lawyer that moves back to Pittsburgh and takes over his family bar, kind of like a Cheers-esque type show. Right. Um, so that keeps me in town because it's a great gig. Uh, it's a lot of fun. But this summer, the guys from the show will head out and do a big tour to promote the show, right, and so I go that, with them that's great. and host it, and it's a lot of fun. So that'll start up kind of like mid-July once we wrap. But, you know, I still miss doing the road. That's kind of why I still come back and try to jump out, and you know, because you get rusty when you don't do stand-up for an extended period of time, and, you know, I really still love doing stand-up. Well, what's the difference, I mean, like as far as warming up a crowd? Now, I've been to a couple of uh, show tapings, and, you know, I've seen what you do. At, well, you know, someone else does and right. stuff, but so I, I get an idea of, of what you do. Um, how much of that... Is your stand up because you are very you, when you do the, your stand up you're in you're in the crowd you're in their face yeah. you're, you're interacting with them a lot so yeah I can't see that being very much different. Well, you know I think what people don't realize and a lot of comics who live in L A really want to get in a warm up because it's a good gig. You're in town. You're not on the road flying to Columbus, Ohio, and making forty dollars. Like it's a good financial gig in town. Right. The problem is stand up and warm up are two different platforms. I mean, warm up really is. You know, cheerleading. I mean, it really right. is kind of like a lot of energy, a lot of like, hey, guys, this is what we need to do. It's not a lot of just stand-up jokes where you're doing a routine in front of 300 people. And there's also a difference, too, between doing warm-up on a talk show, like a late-night talk show where you're doing 15 minutes. Right. Before the show starts, you bring out the band, you bring out the host, then you're done. That's a great gig. But doing 
warm up on a sitcom where people don't realize that's a three, four, five hour night of starting and stopping, starting and stopping, and you're jumping in like every two minutes while right. they're resetting, camera positioning, rewriting stuff. And like those are the little intricacies that you got to know when and where to jump in, how to do it. Like, I mean, that's more of a kind of a, a different skill set compared to a, a late night show where you're just doing 15 minutes up front and getting yeah. out of there. Well, I've seen Don Barris uh, do uh, Jimmy sure. Kimmel. He's amazing. He's right. a very funny guy. Do you know, do you, are you familiar with him? Does everybody know each other? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the warm-up world is a really small community. There might be like 12 guys that do it. I mean, it's a very small number. Really? I mean, 12 guys in LA, then a, a small handful of people that do it in New York. Just not as many shows yeah. tape in New York. But uh, it's a great gig. I mean, like... You know, I used to work on Carson Daly, like I was right. telling you earlier, yeah. and it was great. It was, it was one of my first full-time warm-up gigs ever, and I worked two days a week. We taped two shows Monday, two shows Wednesday, and it was just this great financial gig that allowed me to still go out on the road on the right. weekends. I didn't awesome. know his was a live audience. Yeah, not now. Not, not right. Right, right. now. He changed not. it. It's more – he does more of a kind of a guerrilla style right. interviewing bands and like right. – you know, but, but – uh, he used to come out and do a monologue and you know do comedy pieces, and I think he realized down the road that he didn't want to do stand up. I mean, and do it's comedy. Not his bag, man. That's not his bag. His bag yeah. is the voice, his radio show, interviewing the bands, interviewing the bands. Right. That's his strong suit. So I think he realized one day, like, why am I doing these kind of weird comedy pieces? I'm going to leave that to Fallon and Conan and all those right, guys. Right. So once that kind of happened. I slowly edged out of there. Like they didn't need me anymore because they didn't sure. have a studio audience anymore. Right. So, what are the, some of the shows you uh, have worked for? Wow. I mean, like I Carson. My my first gig ever doing warm up was for Craig Kilborn. First gig ever. Right I, lo- on the I like I like I a do lot. too. Yeah. I, I you know I I still you know he was the same guy on camera as he was off camera. You know he's kind of that guy. Okay. Um, then he left. I worked at Ferguson, and then Ferguson uh, wanted a full time guy, somebody who could do Monday through Friday and I couldn't do it because I then got a full-time gig at Carson Daly. Like that was just a better gig. Yeah. Yeah. So I left that show, stayed at Carson for like four years and then really for a warm up, the hardest thing is getting your first gig. It's just really hard. It's hard to kind of break into it um, because it's a small network of people. Right. A lot of the same producers, they jump from show to show to show, but from Carson, I ended up doing dancing with the stars. America's got talent. Uh, the George Lopez show, uh, These Chelsea are lately big crowds. I mean, like yeah. for Dancing the Stars, I, mean, I know that crowd. It's a big audience. Five hundred people. Room. So what? Do, what do you do with that? Like as far as what, like like a, like a studio show for a TV program, right? It's a little more condensed. Everyone's tight, and you got a couple racks of uh, upstairs or seats that people sit right. in. Everyone's contained. Whereas a bigger studio, people all around you, aren't they? And, and well, if with you the look stars? at Dancing with the Stars, I mean that's a that's a three tiered audience. Yeah, There's right. like lower, middle, and then a, a balcony. And I will say, uh, people have always asked me like, what was my least favorite show to work? on and no doubt it was that one i mean because why is that? The, the, too many egos on the show just a lot of people the kiss, that's behind the scenes you're talking about, yes, you're talking about? So what, yes okay so the kiss of death for a warm-up is when you walk into a show and you're about to go do your thing and they give you an earpiece they give you like an ifb like that uh-huh. you put in your your ear so you can hear what the director is saying right. because when you have an earpiece in as you're trying to talk to the audience and you're hearing stuff in your ear it throws off your balance. So when you have an earpiece in, the director will be yelling, we need more applause, we need more this, we need more that. The, the problem with Dancing with the Stars is if you watch that show, the true fans of that show, the real rabid Dancing with the Stars fans are up in the balcony. They're, they're up on the third level. The celebrities, the families, the, 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 the friends and families of the dancers, right. all of the VIPs are in the front row. And, and, and they're the worst because 
they're just creating such negative energy. Right. And you, I just remember they, they, don't, they don't want to. They, they, they don't be bothered care. by you. Right. They don't care. Like I just remember one time, like I in, in my earpiece, the guy was like, uh, "Hey, you you, you got to get him going in the front row. Like you got to do a better job." And I was like, "Yeah, well, Kim Kardashian is texting on her phone. Like you go tell her. Like right. you know what I mean? Like I'm not. They didn't care. They didn't care. Right. And so that was the hardest show to do. The the only good thing about that show it was live, so you were in and out of there in two hours, regardless of any problems they were having. Was that a come back in and after like every time. So you you would jump out onto the dance floor every time there was a commercial break and get on microphone like, hey guys, you having a good time, blah, 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 throw out t-shirts, whatever. Um, But it was the most stressful gig. I, I literally would leave that show and and couldn't wait to get to the parking lot quick enough. I mean, (laughs) but then there are some shows that are a ton of fun. You don't do that show anymore? No, no, no. That, that show's gone through, Tons of warm up people like they can't they, they they can't seem to find the fit of what they're looking for. Do and, they need that? I mean, in a sense, I mean, yeah, I think they do. Yeah. I mean, the truth is, that's one of those shows now. Like, I feel like I've kind of reached a point in my career where if they were to call me, hand to God, I would I would turn it down. Yeah. I just I, I don't need the aggravation anymore. As I get older, I don't need you know the headache of it. I I wouldn't you know I, I wouldn't even bother going in there. It's just not worth it. Like other shows are great. Like. Like, America's Got Talent was a hard show to do, but they were super nice, like super gracious and took great care of you and this, that, and the other thing. Like, and that's a big theater too, right? Huge. Yeah. Like, I, I, did, I didn't do the, the live shows, but I did. I went out on the road when they did the audition cities. Okay. So we went to Seattle, Minneapolis, New York, Houston, uh, L.A. Like, I did six different cities over like four weeks. So they'll fly you out. You stay at these great hotels. They give you a great per diem per day. It really is an awesome gig. Hard, but... They never once were like, hey, I mean, why is this? Like, almost like Carson Daly. That's why I love working at Carson. Like, there were times where the crowd stunk. I mean, they were bad, but, like, right. he never once complained. Never. Even for the, uh, like, uh, um, the what was it, America's Got Talent. I mean, you know, what, you know, going out and doing these different cities, these aren't live shows. So right. th- these are, I'm sure, long, are, there, are they taping at all? Or, yeah. So, yeah. Just, I mean, how so, does that? So it's basically you're going into these theaters of like 1,500 people. Right. It's all age groups from right. eight-year-olds to 80-year-olds, right. right? And what they're doing is they're, they're taping. They're, they're, getting, they're going through all the auditions, you know what I mean, of like right. who then they're going to bring to the finals. Yeah. And, and you, the problem is you're literally just jumping out there between every act. Oh, wow. Like every act, you know what I mean? So that was a problem because there were also times where you didn't know if you were going to be – out there for two minutes because it was like a singer then going to a singer it was boom 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 right. or a singer would get done it's like hey now we're setting up this Cirque du Soleil show right. for the next guy now you're out there for like 20 minutes and you're like you know guys like it really it, I, I used to have a trick in order to win the audience over and it was it was like it was the trick that always worked and Dancing with the Stars was the only place that told me to not do it I would go out there and I'd be like hey guys for my 10 best audience members, I have backstage passes for you guys. And these people went crazy. Now, meanwhile, <laughs> there's no backstage anything. You know what I mean? Right. And inevitably, at the end of the show, people were always like, who won the backstage? Can I get backstage? And, like, there were nothing. I mean, right. it was all, like, literally the end of the show came and I ran the hell out because <laughs> I didn't want to deal with the audience anymore. So, but it worked. It worked every time. And, like, if, especially if you with the stars, if you're goosing right. the audience, be like, I got 10 backstage passes. Come to our after party. There's no after party. There's no nothing. <laughs> but if it's what I needed to do right. to get the audience on board, it was what it was. You know what I mean? That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, we're going to dive more into the world of comedy. This is you know, Comedy just isn't stand-up on a stage in a big city. This is a little bit of the uh, the different avenues of comedy that we're uh, You know what was a great show to with. work on? Remember when George Lopez had his late-night show, Lopez yeah. Tonight? Easily one of my favorite gigs. You could go out there, 
do stand up, be funny. He had all rabid fans that were out there on his show. Right. Uh, he was a, a good guy. More uh, of a comedy audience, though. Comedy, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They were a little right. more savvy, but they were like four hundred screaming fans waiting to see him. I mean, that was a lot of fun. But, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, it's almost like a lead-in for you to be, make it easier for you as opposed to some other TV shows where they just pull people off the street to be part of the audience. Well, I mean, that's most shows. Right. I mean, that's because you know the truth is there's only a handful of shows in LA, and New York that people want to go see. It's right. whether it's Ellen, Two and a Half Men, Big Bang Theory, like those are impossible to get tickets for. So most of these other shows, the other ninety percent. They have to they bring to in, in church groups, college groups, right. rehab groups. I mean, they really, <laughs> they really do that. They're making ten dollars to to be there for the day. I mean, there are some shows where I walk into and like guys are literally pulling up their pants as right. they walk in and like buckling <laughs> in and like you're like wow, they, they you know face tattoos. You're like we're gonna spend the next four hours together. You're like. Holy shit! Like it's like it, it's it's a tough challenge. I, I'm sure it is, man. And we'll we'll dive into that uh, a little bit later on too. We're here to uh, three o'clock p.m. Pacific time on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. You're going global with gas, man. That's Matt, the intern, who was late today, by the way. Yeah, yeah but like a couple minutes. I told you twelve thirty. I know, but I was grabbing music. All right, he's yeah. totally high. <laughs> he's high. He's, he's totally probably high. like hungover. What did you do last night, Matt? Uh, I went to, through the Roots, New Kingston, and Steppas. The Steppas are from Hawaii. New Kingston was from New York, and uh, through the Roots from San Diego. If they weren't heading to Yuma today, I would have tried to get him in here. But uh, that's why I had to grab the music because. Oh, right on, man. He gave it to me, and well, uh, I was excited to play it because they're a really good reggae band. And they got a really cool backstory that I can share. So. All right. Um. Well, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll do that a little bit later. Yeah, we'll do that a little bit later on. We're gonna play some drug Second code. We'll do some porno music or not. Which, by the way, I have some soap or porn for you, Matt. What? Yes, I have soap or porn today. Finally. I know, finally, right? I asked you for it last week. <laughs> and uh, Brian Ritchie is going to join us here when we come back, and we're going to do some uh, serving stories and customer tips, uh, you know, a.k.a. Diner's Ed, which I know Gary was uh, chatting about that earlier. Love it. You totally missed it, Brian. <laughs> All right, let's play some tunes. It's the Wiley Ones, and we're going to get these guys in very soon. This one's called Kill It With Love. We'll be back. It's a two-shot song here. Two-song shot. <laughs> Something like that. Going global with Gas Man. All right, we'll be back. Through the storm of my hoodie on I'm gonna kill it all with love Walk through the storm of my hoodie on I'm gonna kill it all with love Walk through the storm of my hoodie on I'm gonna kill it all with love Walk through the storm I'm gonna kill it all with love Hey, they say it hits you where it hurts When you're walking through the crowd And they ripping at your shirt Gotta do my work Somebody press alert Cause I think we've all had enough Johnny drama entourage Sleep through the mirage Now take a deep breath I don't know what to tell you I ain't got no hate left Guess I'll keep on searching Lord have mercy I got scars on my heart From searching for the right queen With the beautiful dream Not concerned with the scene If you'd rather have power than love Then I say nah, 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 nah Give me my guitar in the parking lot. Open up a door, let's get ready, rock the show, yo. Walk through the storm with my hoodie on. I'm gonna kill it all with love. Walk through the storm with my hoodie on. I'm gonna kill it all with love. Walk through the storm with my hoodie on. I'm gonna kill it all with love. Walk through the storm. I'm 
feeling like you're never gonna feel the same You're looking to the sky and screaming to the top of your lungs It's like a feeling that you had when you were young To go against the grain, ain't nothing easy to it If there's adversity, you gotta break through it You gotta see beyond deception and demise And be sure they see the fire when they look into your eyes Stain from Atlanta, Georgia. Keep us blind is the tune. Unfortunately, I've heard that the band isn't no longer together, but at least we have the music to keep to uh, continue to play here. They're not together anymore. Uh, no. What happened to them? I, you know, uh, bands. You know, sometimes you know when you. Well, I mean, I met these guys like four or five years ago, and, and next thing you know, like I see the drummer and the bass player with another band. 
I'm like, well, that's cool. They're you know yeah. playing with somebody else. No, the other band broke up. I'm like, oh huh. man, it happens all the time, man. That's a good tune. You know, that's why comics don't work in groups. <laughs> right. Yeah, <they> <laughs> for the most part, they couldn't get along. Exactly. All There'd right. Be a lot of breakups. Yes, there will be a lot of breakups. Comedian Brian Ritchie now with us. How you doing? What's up, gas? All right. What's up? Thanks for having me, man. Yes, comedian uh, Gary Cannon as well. By the way, this guy's got a beautiful girlfriend. Yeah, Michelle. Yeah, she's she, here. She's hanging. Mm-hmm. She she doesn't want to say anything though. I don't think. <laughs> Mike too, if you want. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Just to make sure we know there's a real girl in the room. Hey, yeah, otherwise, was, she's pretty yeah, hot. Yeah, right. Is it Matt? Um, you, hey. <laughs> Just saying. I'm just giving you props. Hey, back down. I didn't have anything to do with it. Just giving <laughs> right. Props. Giving her props. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going gold with gas. Man, 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 man. And uh, we're on here until... Does uh, he always do that? Yes, he does. I can't control him. He's he can't on control own. me. Yeah, he's in the other room. Yeah, he's in the other room. can't even force. like... No. Give him a dirty look or anything. Oh <laughs> he, he, he gives us the dirty looks, like through his voice. So you'll, you'll be able yeah. to tell. You'll be able to tell. Depends on like his day. Like today, I can tell you he's kind of ornery. I think ornery. Yeah, partly well, because he was late. Yeah, no, I'm in a pretty great mood. <laughs> what are you on? Like medication right now? Maybe. Like you're on like pill medication. I'm on like I'm on that other level right now. Yeah, man. Oh, okay. Well, we're just not cool enough to be with your level. Then, That's huh? right. Get on my level. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, what, the, what, the, the, to your level, what, what is it? Below us then, right? No, it's above. <laughs> it's above? It's high. It's, I'm it's from high. above right now. Okay. Um, I want to talk, we were talking earlier about the restaurant industry. Yeah. And uh, Brian Ritchie and I, we did a show uh, together called uh, it was called, uh, Be Chilling with Gas. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, was voted the number one best comedy show in Phoenix, Arizona in 2008. Yep. Was it really? Yep. We got we got an accolade. We were acknowledged as existing and doing well. Yeah. By somebody. Yeah. It felt good. It, it was because so, nice. it was out of the blue. You know, you ever sure you weren't expecting it? Yeah, no, we weren't you know? like I hope we win. Like right. it was like what we yeah. won. Awesome. Yeah, we had uh, a lot of stuff we talked about in the show. It was about a, it was a five hour show. It was from seven to midnight on Monday nights. Oh wow! Yeah, it was a long I show. I remember that show. Yeah, you were on it. So wait a minute. So if that was two thousand, because we were, uh, I was trying to figure out how long I've known him. Two thousand eight. Yeah. So I bet that's when it was two thousand nine. Yeah. Were you, around were you on? Came on? We were all on together, right? Yeah. At the, at the house, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that maybe it was yeah two thousand eight two thousand nine. Wow. Yeah. Because you were only saying four years. I was like, it's been longer than that. Well, two thousand ten. Yeah, it's maybe six years then. I thought. Six. Imagine. Yeah. Okay. Time flies, man. I mean, on that show though, we covered a lot of different categories. We had some man. good, good uh, segments. We had we had gas holes, which are uh, assholes and idiots. People who make the news. You don't news. have to say a hole. I don't have to we say a hole. For I know. Many years we had. This. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm FCC yeah. FM radio. You know, so this is po- this podcast I've been doing for three months now. I'm realizing you know, when I say fuck, <laughs> you know, it's like I don't have to feel guilty about it. Right. right. You have that we feeling. Got mature you know. adults. Right. Listening. So we did we did gas holes. We did road rage radio. We talked about driving out in the streets. At what you know? Are you what kind of driver are you, Gary? Are you uh, pretty mellow. Are you? Yeah. People don't piss you off. No. You just kind of accept it. Well, I mean, yeah, I think you almost have, you to, have to. Yeah, especially in L.A. You don't get a lot. A road rage. Well, I mean, I'm not listening. <laughs> time to time. Listen, a little bit. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. It's so bad out there. I mean, it's like. Are you an aggressive driver? No. Okay. No. Michelle so you, loves so, my driving. So you probably give a lot of road rage then. <laughs> I mean, listen, the, the, this driver. is going to show you what kind of driver I am. Uh, I, I literally have, I drive a Mini Cooper. So that'll okay. show you kind of like the level. You're setting you the tone. Get, you can't get angry <laughs> driving a Mini Cooper. Right. It's impossible. That is no, true. It's ridiculous. Yeah, Brian's, Brian's a crazy. You my driving. Dude, you scare the shit out of me a lot of times, man. <laughs> wow. I'm glad here. that's mutual. It's Michelle, a mutual feeling. You know the thing is, though, is like when I'm driving and someone's in the car, I'm on my best behavior. You were. I always do. 
too. I, and but oh, if okay. I by myself, I'm yeah. a maniac because I don't have to, uh, okay. I don't care. But yeah. you, when you're driving, <laughs> don't give a shit who's in the car. You don't. Exactly. You don't care. Brian, you're bad. You're a bad driver. No. Well, he was. I'm I don't, don't get there. Died. Can I, can I talk well, about? We were on the freeway on the way here on the ten, and it was merging because it was like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they closed the ten. Right. right. So I didn't see the la- all the way. The lane all the way on the left was ending. His reaction time is so you were late. Horrible. Were you a late? Well, it was a huge truck. I had to get. Th- I had to go on the other side of the cones. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna get. Smashed. And then you had to sm- then you had to sneak back. Then in I had to. Yeah. I was the there cones? for like thirty seconds. You oh, went to, no. out of bounds for you, a while. You went to the cone zone. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> then you, and he came out of the cone zone. Yeah. Interesting. That's dangerous. That is yeah, dangerous. Yeah. We almost died. Yeah. <laughs> we're here though. Can I talk about the time we got to see uh, Pineapple Express? Sure. <laughs> All right. So we were driving down. There was like four of us. Uh, everyone that worked at the improv were in the car, and Brian's driving. We're going to see Pineapple Express. Okay. And Brian's driving like a maniac. Right. And in the car. I was trying to make some, the previews. Let's just say some illegal activity was happening in the car. Okay. And we were on our way down. He's making. He's going nuts driving. I go, dude, Brian, slow down. Everyone was trying to rally for you to slow down. And you're like, nah, I got it, I got it. You know, just drive like a maniac. And everyone was like, slow down, dude. We don't care. Just slow down. And I'm like, dude, what if you get pulled over? What do you can tell the cop? You're on your way to go see Pineapple Express? Right. <laughs> right. It's not going to work. Right. Yeah, it would work. It would work. <laughs> it would they work. Would, they would fall. They would understand. Yeah. They're trying like, to get oh. the front row with the... You know, where you could put your feet up. Oh, those are the great seats. Right? Yeah. The, the railings, though. Yeah, the railing. Right. Nobody in front of you. Yeah. It's money right there. Are you talking about, the, are those the seats that you pay for? Like, or, or is it like... No, I saw that in L.A., by the way. Yeah. They have the theaters where you go reserve. Yeah. I don't like the whole system. It almost becomes a little too complicated to just go see a movie. Yeah. How about I just go and yeah. sit wherever the best available? Yeah. It's like they're showing you a map, like it's Ticketmaster. It like, was, it's it's a little much. <laughs> it was dumb. Yeah. For sure. Is that what they're doing? I mean, are they Some offering theaters. dinner and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, some okay. theaters, yeah, they're right. this whole full-on dinner, snacks, wine, cheese, the whole thing. It's yeah. like, which is cool. I think it's great. No, some of, right, okay. The, the, isolate a certain segment for that, not just any choice you like, Yeah. Right? The I pick are nice. They have the big chairs and, like, sofas and stuff. It's cool. Right. And they have all the meals and everything. I'm saying we went to one in L.A. where there was a regular theater and you still had to, you know, pick your seats in the lobby. I'm like, I don't know what's there. No. Right, right. I'm like, I get in there. How about I'm just going to sit wherever I want anyway? Right. Yeah, it's such a short experience. I mean, come dumb. on. Why wouldn't we? You know, let's move this along quicker. It's like a movie, it's like a movie theater is like a Southwest Airlines. Right. Yeah. It's like whatever seat group you, A. Whatever group. They probably should do that, right? Right. Those different boarding groups. <laughs> and then you always have that person with C. Like they pretend like they have no idea what's going on. They try to board with A. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? We didn't know. Just right. That's so st- stupid. Right. Yes. Well, it's like you guys fly a lot. So like when you see those people when they're getting ready to board, even if it's like an hour before, people are still standing to be first in line. I don't get that. Here's my here's my favorite thing ever. I, I love what this. What do you usually fly, by the way? Uh, d- private. a lot? No, private. Um, <laughs> Your jet? my act. <laughs> this is a commercial, Spirit. bitch. Uh, no, I usually, I'll go uh, two choice. I'll either do Southwest yeah. or United. Well, I go one Spirit. of those two. They literally are the worst. You ever fly those guys? They <laughs> like are. I, I mean, literally. Did you fly in a Mesa, by the way? For no, 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 no. Ever. I know. You have. I know I never have. Oh, I know it is a driveway. It is. It's some guy's driveway. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit used to fly out of Mesa. Yeah. So did like, to, like two airlines. It's like Spirit and Allegiant or something right, like that. Allegiant. Is, yeah. is that airline, or is that airport still functioning? Yeah. It is? It's way out yeah. east. Yeah. yeah, it's called like Falcon Field or something. Right. Yeah, you're like, when you get a ride home from the airport, you set one up, you, you leave that detail out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Until like a few hours before. Oh, by the way, it's in Mesa, guess. <laughs> yeah. I'm not at Sky Harbor. <laughs> yeah. It's about I, an hour out. Yeah. I always love it, too, like when you're flying, right? And so you'll be flying, and let's say, like, you 
you're flying from here to Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. And then they'll tell you, hey, listen, um, we have to let certain people off quicker because they have a very close connection. Like right, they're, right. You know, Like 10 minutes yeah. or whatever. Sure. So please, if your connection is a little bit later, please just stay seated. Let the, the through passengers get out. This, it's amazing. All 300 passengers have a close connection. Like, <laughs> nobody gives a shit. It's an honor if system. If, if you're going to be late for your flight. I mean, like, if, if, oh, if, right. if, if my connection is an hour and a half, I'll wait, let the other guy who's cutting it close, try to get through it. But Why they will not? make the announcement, hey, if, if, if your connection's a little bit later, please just stay seated. Let the people who are cutting it close try to get through. Th- that bell goes off. It's a mass exit. It's like, F you. <laughs> Hello? We're getting out. Right, right. You should have booked a later flight. Screw you. It's like, it's amazing. Like People are just so goddamn rude. Uh, they don't a- care. They but don't you care. All get me, you're, everyone's going to get off the plane soon enough. Everyone's right. going to get on the plane soon enough. So what is the rush? Well, have you, Right, exactly. But have you ever seen the guy barrel through? So, oh, or anybody really take well, some initiative? Somebody and- will start barreling through, and then you know, there's always that guy. Like you know, I always love it. Like, say somebody's sitting in six A, and their bag is back two rows at like eight A. Right. Nobody will help that guy. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, "Hey, that's my red bag." Yeah. And people don't speak English. You're gonna have to wait sudden. till we all get off. You have to wait till we all get off. They will not. I've seen it before. Like <laughs> the guy, like it was so quiet. You know how it's quiet sometimes. Yeah. The guy's like, "Hey, that's my red, like two rows behind," and people are like just ignoring him, like not even he- no headphones in. My ears no, are clogged. The height of flying clogged my ears. I can. It's just crazy how great, like because of the iPhone and these phones now, these smartphones. Like you can have these earbuds in even if you're not listening to anything and just tune <laughs> out everybody. It's right. the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it really is nice. It's necessary yeah. at times. Um, sure. Going global with Gasman here on the Variety Channel. It's uh, VoiceAmerica.com every Saturday from one to three p.m. Pacific time. We do this live. Then you can catch us on a podcast, which is on iTunes and what else is it, Matt? On iOS, Android. VoiceAmerica.com, Voice America Variety. Follow us on Facebook, Global yeah. Gas. And we're, uh, man. And Nailed we're, that. And we are uh, music, comedy, and life. And we have a lot of band interviews that you can check out in our past uh, shows. Uh, last time we had a comedian was uh, Bob Kubota, who was with us uh, Winner. in, in uh, February. February 22nd, if you want to go look back at that one. It was a, it was a great one. Call my mom up on that one. We, oh, might, we might have to call nice. my mom up a little bit later on this show because it's like Mother's it. Day tomorrow. So. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do that a little bit later on. Where does she talking to? In L.A., Northridge. Oh, she does? Yeah, I grew, oh, up, yeah. I grew up in Northridge. That's I don't, right. I don't know if, yeah, you, know, you probably went back on that one. Yep. Um, so uh, well, let's talk about what we were continuing on because uh, we were talking about our show, Be Chilling with Gas, and all the segments we do, we, as we always do, get off on a tangent. Um, Road Rage Radio we do, uh, The Gas Holes, uh, Roommate Etiquette 101. That's good because we're a roommate, so... Talk about etiquette, you know, like things like, uh, you know, your room is your room and it's private, whatever you want to do in there as far as what messy or whatever. C's? But we have a community space here right. that there's some ground rules. Right. Like, dude, well, put share. on some shorts, bro. I don't <laughs> need to see, why do you even own those boxes? They're like ridiculously short. You guys used old. to live together. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was the rule. Like they, in the common areas. Yeah, common areas. Don't exactly. let your balls hang the out. Three- <laughs> <laughs> Right? Like Something the like guy that. at the show yeah. last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know, the, we came with the three C's. Yeah. Commu- Remember them? C- communication. Yeah. Consideration. Consideration. And? <laughs> I'm asking you. I'm looking <laughs> you at you. Remember? Uh, damn it. Were, were, these, were these at the refrigerator? Like, I mean, you had no. Like, <laughs> we, had a, we had a mural painted in right. the, on the uh, wall. <laughs> Do you find, though, because I, I, I used to live with a buddy, and sometimes living together will ruin the friendship. I mean, it really, yeah. because it's very... It's a difficult thing, you know what I mean? It's very did, did, intimate. Were, 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 were there ever was there ever that friction like between nah, you guys? Or pretty were, easy. The only thing that pissed me off about him is What'd that I do? he runs the water. 
<laughs> like, he'll, like he'll go to the bathroom, right? And he'll turn the faucet on <laughs> forever, right? And then then he'll go to the bathroom with the wa- with the water running. So he'll like he'll, he'll, he'll need noise. That. He needs noise. Um, <laughs> it's consideration. I'm like, dude, it's the water. We live in Phoenix, man. You can't be wasting water like that. What do you do? You like you turn the water on, then you leave the room. He he'll leave the bathroom. And like do something like in the kitchen, like the water's running in the bathroom. Like, what are you doing? All right, I'm very water unappreciative. <laughs> yes, apparently. you are. You okay. need to change that. Did it ever overflow? Like, no, you that issue? just no. It's just the regular faucet, you know, the the, the, the whatever, the sink, sure. yeah, the, the sink in the bathroom. I, I, Obviously, it was since Michelle's laughing. I this never, is true. I never questioned it. It just, I knew it was going on. Yeah, and, and I just never, just What's, I never. I talked wanna, about it. What's behind it, is it? Is it because there was no fan in the bathroom? You didn't want him hearing, like, I mean, right, you, 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 you got to break the, the, the silence with a splash. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you, need some, you need something to cover that up. Well, I figure, in general, if you're going to the, if you're peeing and either the person is, the other person living there either hears that or they hear the faucet, to me, I think you'd rather hear that. So it's consideration. You, know? you don't get stage fright? Stage fright. You remind me of like Cheech and Chong. You ever watch Up in Smoke? Yeah. Remember towards the end after they got the van, they were in the police station and Cheech was going to the bathroom and Sudanko's right there washing his hands or yeah. being, being vain, you know, looking in the mirror. And Cheech is like, come on, you wanted to go outside? Come on, let's go. You know, he's got a little stage fright. And then Sudanko turns the faucet on and then right. Cheech can go, ah, oh, thank you. That kind of reminds me of you. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be uh, that you need that that's... noise to... Uh, how long did you guys live together? Cheech reminds you of me. About five. a year. A year? Think, maybe. I don't know. What was it? How long was it? At least. We, you, you, well, we were doing the show prior, because um, I was doing the mornings at the time, and Brian would show up and drive all the way down across the fucking city to come on, and then eventually he just ended up moving in, and uh, we ended up doing uh, the show. But um, that was about a year, I think. We oh. had that uh, Billy Joel song. Oh, yeah. We had a- we had another comedian living there, too. Really? Another guy, Reggie Walker, who has since moved to... LA. You guys ever catch either one masturbating? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. No, nothing. No, no that nothing. Nothing like that. Your hand on his. I wouldn't be there <laughs> right now. I, uh, had that happened. I'm very, I'm very private with that. that yeah. Part. <laughs> As uh, you should be. You know, I was, I was thinking about this, and uh, it's it funny because I, I don't, I don't masturbate anymore when I'm high. Okay. You know, because I get distracted easily. So like you know I don't know like if I get some good material of the day like I'm at the supermarket and I see the the checkout chick and I'm like all right this is good I got this down right so later on I'm like smoking and I'm like going to jerk off to her and like getting the mental picture going all right you're looking good swipe those yogurts man you know <laughs> oh Jesus <laughs> how much are those bananas you know and you're like Matt can you edit the last <laughs> yeah. thirty seconds yeah and then I'm like oh M and M's two for a dollar <laughs> you're easily distracted easily distracted yeah. Oh, that's yeah, good. That's all I'm saying. Sorry, right. sorry I brought it's this a, up. It's a bad mess. Uh, that yeah. Was, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll <laughs> that. That's, that's what I've called trying to work a routine in. That's brand new, and I'm not going to do it. So. Well, it was good that you tried it in. Yeah, you know. instead of 300. Right, exactly. You know what I'm <laughs> Right. This was an open mic. Right, that was a bad Okay. Right so what are you trying to do, Brian? Run a bit by us? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was yeah. trying to. Yeah, yeah. I've not. The guy got all cocky. He did five minutes yesterday, and now he's right. looking to headline like, headline theaters. I don't have a problem working new bit. What about you guys? When you work new bits for shows, like how long does it take for you to get a new bit in for your uh, regular shows? I, you know, what's so crazy. It's like I, I will say that's my my downfall is that I don't write a lot. I mean, I really just kind of like. I mean, listen, I, I've been doing a lot of the same stuff for years and years and years, and you know, don't deny that but i think i think what i love doing is is the crowd stuff i mean you know a lot of it 
may or may not be spontaneous just based on like it's going to go a certain way and then what they give me right. will then determine the outcome of it you know right. what i mean sometimes first show when we were on first show yesterday like i wasn't getting a lot from the audience so it kind of goes flat very quickly mm-hmm. but then second show when you have younger more upbeat like you know i, I think then it's kind of like improv where you're feeding off of oh, yeah. what they're throwing you absolutely so Ooh. that's it just depends and both you guys work the crowds really well and uh, uh, was that for you guys uh something that was instinctive for you at the very beginning of your careers getting on stage and working with the crowd or is that something that developed over the years you get better at it yeah you get better at it i think what i learned over the years because i it took a long time to learn this there's two different ways to attack the crowd there's a way that you can be like hey go f yourself right Right. but you're not smiling you're being very mean-spirited and you look mean towards them yeah but if you have a smile on your face and you tell somebody to go f themselves like it 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 diffuses the whole situation when laugh sex they know you're joking you did it a couple times last night they yeah you you really have to and you always have to be cognizant of it like okay you can shit on them only so much before then you have to either pull it back to yourself or smile at them right and then they're like oh this guy's messing around like they know so because <laughs> yeah, the room it, can get cold really yeah. fast really fast right yeah 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 right yeah. like last night <laughs> we had this guy uh you, you picked on him right away gary um uh, the birthday the, guy the coles guy yeah yep. i kept looking at his phone his birthday like like his birthday was like new year's eve or something like that yes they were all waiting <laughs> was, until midnight yeah they were yeah, yeah, i was unaware yeah. of that this guy was like 40 years so old right. how old is he yeah, easily like, 40 something yeah right? it's like, like oh, yeah it's your fucking birthday, and you're gonna be like, dude, right. chill, 10, chill down. Nine, a little bit. I should have asked, how old are you gonna right. be anyway? Like 47. Like, it's not even a round number. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. It's like he, he was 40. 50. He was 47, but he wanted people to think he was 46. Yeah, right. The Bill O'Connor. Yeah. Do not tell them. <laughs> right. Oh, it, God, it, it was just ridiculous, but he ended up getting kicked out during yeah. your set, Brian. Yeah, he did. And you did something that made me laugh so hard, man, because he got, like, I don't know how often you guys kick somebody out of a show. It's probably not very often. Did you? I didn't see that part. Did you kick him out? it was. No. He just had he just left. But he no, up, he, he got kicked out. Picked, okay, but he got talked to by the staff, security, right. Joe, the manager. At least I during my set it, in the first twenty thirty minutes, he got talked to at least three times. Wow, separately. Okay, so how many times? Some clubs will kick you out from the jump. Right. Some you get one chance. Listen, I'm telling you, one time you're lucky. I'm telling you, just stop. Right. Don't talk. You're not. Don't do it. And he kept doing it. And he was like, had an attitude. He wasn't going to stop. He didn't agree to stop. He was just being told over and over. He's like, thinks it's his birthday and he could do whatever he wants. Right. He's self entitled idiot. And then he, uh, yeah. <laughs> so they get him up and, right. he's, and they walk him out. And There's like I'm four like, or five staff members following him out. So he, this guy ended up throwing his hands in the air and flipping off Brian with the bird. It wasn't on, flip, hold on. It wasn't flipping me off. Yes, he was. He was flipping everybody off. Well, he, <laughs> hold on a second. He, he flipped you off. No. He looked right at you and oh, went like he did? this. Yes. Yeah, he did. <laughs> In the beginning, right, uh, right as he was approaching the middle of the stage, because oh. he, he had to cross the whole audience. Oh, right. see, I didn't even see him do that. Yeah. What I saw was towards the end by the door. Oh no, no, he was flipping both no, of them off. It, it, oh, it, he started doing it, it when I started. And about the middle of his <laughs> stage, and then you did something so funny. You, <laughs> as they were walking him out, everybody's kind of like that uncomfortable moment sure. where everyone's like, "Not annoying, it's a long you know." Walk out, it's too. a long walk out, right? Yeah, right. And what did you do, Brian? I did the Darth Vader, right? <laughs> yeah. What was it? I, I I missed that. What did you do? Oh no, I was just. I mean, he's walking, and it just seemed like he was. You know, dun 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 dun. dun oh, funny, dun. funny. <laughs> I didn't know. As soon as I started doing, it, I'm like, oh yeah, this will match <laughs> the situation. And uh, well, what happened too is you know, like okay, Gary knows. You know what I'm talking about. Like you have a moment that is. Uh, 
unusual like that. Like somebody getting kicked out. It's their yeah. birthday. Like I don't, I'm not a dick. I'm not trying to like. I don't want you to leave. I'm, sure. You know, but you did it, man. I right. mean, it's That's not even you. in my hands anymore. Right. You know, and and you're leaving. Everybody's waiting to see what are you gonna th- what are you gonna say? Because they're gonna say something. You know, right? Of course. And then what? I mean, you're up there. They're gonna kick out. What do you have to? What's your take? You know. So I'm like. All right. I saw my uh, cousin Saul because I had some family there, and uh-huh. he loves Star Wars. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it was like one of those. Th- it's in uh, a, you got to. It's it, this is the moment you have like three seconds to do it to make right. a decision. <laughs> you know, and that's what the improv you pull, is. And you it's pull not, the plug, right? Yes. It's not. Uh, and yeah, sometimes and they hit. It. Right. Sometimes they I thought don't. It was, I thought it was hilarious. I like it. It was fun. Gary, what about you? Uh, has anybody had to be kicked out of a show? Why? Yeah, how wrong? often? Boy, is that? I, you know, it's so funny. I, I, I don't because. I guess the difference is I rarely headline. So, you know, I'm up in the opening spot where people haven't gotten to that, that level yet. yet. You know what I mean? I mean, they can be chatty or whatever. Right. But, like, I remember years ago I was working with Mitch Fatel and we were working at the Cincinnati Funny Bone. Uh, I will never forget this. And there were people in the back that were chatting and talking. And I had to go over and get them kicked out. During your set or During his? Mitch's set. Like, yeah. I would police the room a little bit just to make sure they were calm. So... As they were escorted out, they uh, leave, and I see them talking to the manager, and then I see the manager giving them free passes to an upcoming show. And I remember telling Mitch that, and I said, not only were they rude and disrespectful and had to be kicked out, I saw the manager basically rewarding their behavior by saying, hey, Why would you? Yes. Right. Hey, come back and fuck up another <laughs> show right, exactly. for free on us. <laughs> and I remember going and telling Mitch, and he was furious, and we confronted the manager, and the manager's like, oh, no, 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 I never did that. And it's like, yeah, you did. You know what I mean? And it's like some of these clubs, like th- th- their tolerance policy is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like they – I remember once I was working in Fort Lauderdale with yeah. Mitch, and there was a guy heckling Mitch. And I was looking for security, and then I found the security guy. He's literally standing up watching as it's taking place. And I had to tell the guy, like, hey, like, it's your job. And he's right. like, oh, like, it's, they don't get it. No. Right. You know, but then some clubs are, like, club on it. Club to club, it's different, yeah. It's a totally different level of tolerance. You worked at Gotham in New York, right? Yeah. Like, that's a club that doesn't take any bullshit. Oh, like no. that, the, the bouncers are police officers that are off-duty that day, and they're wearing these pinstripe suits. Right. And... They're not fucking around. Right. No, they, not to. they really aren't. I remember when, when I remember, I can't remember who I was working with. But I was working at Gotham, and there was a kid just shouting and shouting and shouting. And the, the, the door guy went over to him, and I just see him leaning down, and I couldn't hear what was going on, but I see him leaning down talking to this kid. And all of a sudden, the, this kid went from this smart ass, big pain in the ass to almost crying. Yeah. It was almost like the bully then getting bullied. <laughs> and I looked at him and he almost started crying. It was priceless. Yeah. And he ca- Justice. The, the bouncer came back and I said, what did you say to that guy? And he said, if you don't shut the fuck up, <laughs> I am literally going to throw you out on the street in front of a cab. And like, I was just like, <laughs> yeah. and the look on his face was so great. He, he didn't, that should be the standard yes. warning. <laughs> didn't say anything the rest of the show. It was great. I, Verbatim. Yeah. I, what do you think about like every weekend one person get, gets kicked out of a club? Of a club, or is it? Is I think, it, I, think I, it's I, I don't even think it happens that much. Below that, I think it's below. Because I've yeah. seen people get kicked out of the Tempe Improv. I mean, where it's almost violent. Really, like, these guys are just pissed off, and you know, get drunk, get and drunk, and you know, just, they're just so I've seen a few fights in the lobby and some angry. Yeah. You know, some. How does that? It's so weird. You're at a comedy show. You're there because to see some drunk. Fu- that's, and uh, then that's they, they, they want to talk, and they think they don't understand. It's almost like eating out. 
Okay, it's almost like dining out. Yeah. You know, like there's no written rules of how to behave. Right. It's unspoken. Right. It's social you know etiquette. It's just, right. you know, and the same thing with comedy shows, you know. Most people know what to do and how to behave. Right. But some of them don't. There's no handbook or there's nothing you got to read before you go in. I mean, right. there is the video that tells you, but people are late. People are talking during the video. That doesn't That's count. why I love that old Todd Glass video. Remember oh, that Todd one? Glass laugh, one. shut up, laugh, yes. shut up. But my uncle's the mayor. It's like, we don't Who care. Cares? Yeah. Just shut up. It was the best video ever yes. that basically said, it did, we're not playing games. But it's right. like you said, Brian, it's like, there's this, there's no, sometimes. there's no code of conduct when you enter a club. Yeah. People just assume right. that they know. And, and they think it's their little private party. Right. And it's, you know, I could kind of talk if I want to. And what? You know, that's wrong. You yeah. Know? Yeah. There's no. Respect. The funniest thing, too, I remember going back to Gotham in New York. A couple got kicked out. They were from Kentucky. They got kicked out, and uh, the bouncer said, just pay your tab and get out. And the guy's like, fine, we'll pay our tab. The guy gives him his tab, and it was like $100. Yeah. And the guy said, this is prices. The guy said, $100? We ordered four Bud Lights. And the guy just kept saying, sir, this is New York City pricing. This is because this guy probably. It, we used it was to go to a bar three bucks. where $3, yeah. two fifty, whatever it was. Now this guy's paying $20 for a <laughs> bottle of Bud Light because oh, yeah. he's in New York City. Oh, yeah. And just the, over and over again, the guy's like, $100? Like, Sir, these are New York City prices. And yeah. It was just so funny because it's sticker shock. Like they don't, they don't realize well, that. That happened actually at a New York Comedy Club downtown where there's uh, – when my uncle came to a show, you got it was a bringer show. Okay, many years ago, right? He had to pay nine bucks for a Corona, which is not twenty, right. but it's still three times as much as that it should be. And he started a fit. I'm not. What is that? I'm like, right. yo, whoa, whoa! I'm performing here. You're not one of the rest. <laughs> yes, you represent me. Yes. Who's this guy? Oh, that's Brian's uncle. Yeah, yeah. he's gone. Uh, well, I need well, to deal that's with almost, this? That's almost, we talked about this last night. It's almost the kiss of death sometimes inviting people. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I don't like inviting people out to shows that I'm doing warm-up on. I, and I know it sounds weird because you want to support system, but, like, right. it's almost a hassle. Like, people will text you, hey, we're here. It's like, well, great. Okay. What do you want me to do? Like, oh, you God, know, where Gary. Where do we get the tickets? <laughs> the where level of, you know what I mean? Uh, Babysitting. God. Some people are awesome. You invite them. Yes. They don't ask any questions. Done. And they come, you know, and they show up, and they're great, and they tip, and they don't do anything, they behave. And then others, the other extreme is a million questions. Mm-hmm. Like, th- there's a website. You ever heard of the internet? Like, it's got all the information. It's got the address, but where do? What can you save me seats? And what time? And you know, is everything. There a full the item minimum. Tommy Todd Barry used to have a funny joke where he would write. Uh, people would write him on his Facebook page like, hey, what time does the show start? And he's like, you know, you would never see Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Joe. Oh, I never the heard show that. show starts at, like, it's like, there's a lot of stuff, you know what I mean? Or like, exactly. people will ask, people will ask like, hey, Brian, when are you coming to Fort Lauderdale? It's like, well, check the website. Like, right. like, like I don't get, like, there's right. so many I'm ways. trying to get ready mentally, you right. know, and so. There's the, so many ways The Homer to, shows, like the one last night, is a little bit more, you gotta almost be like a, uh, you know, like it's we your be, partying. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta be a host. Va- right. You have to be available for everybody. It's fine. It's good. It's great. Right. It's everybody. But yeah, occasionally you get a knucklehead. Let's play a couple songs. We'll come back. We'll do that Diner's Ed serving stories. We'll I'm come excited back. about this. Yes. And then we'll uh, hit up some drug code and porno music or not. Love it. All right. Matt, you ready? Yeah. All right. I'm going to play some Banana Gun right now. The tune is called Light On. They're from Phoenix, Arizona, and they're right now on uh, Going Global with Gas. Man.
That's right, Barry. You're not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm paralyzed. Oh, God. God can't hear you, Barry. Tim. Tim can't hear you, Barry. No, actually, I can hear him. Oh, oh, my body's a prison. Oh, this is so painful. I can't move, Tim. Tim, help me. Help me, Tim. All right, you know what, Barry? Just move. You can do it. Just move. Mm. Mm. I release you. Oh, oh, oh! 
Wow. Okay, I will never take movement for granted ever again. Yeah, 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 man, I know kickstand. I really dig that cover, Matt. Good call. Dude, they were amazing. The New Kingstons, and uh, that was Caribbean Queen. Of course, Billy Ocean on the OG of that one, and uh, done a little reggae style. These guys, you said, are pretty legit, huh? 
Okay, so I think Rome, actually, my lead singer in our band, quotes them in a song. So I was inclined to check them out, and they blew me away. It's three sons and a dad, which I was joking with you outside. I mean, can you imagine from the dad's perspective, like, probably going through life as a bass player. I want a band. I want a band. Can't finally find a band. You know what? I'm just going to pop out some kids, and we're going to give them instruments. Yeah, exactly. So that, that one was come from their album, Kingston University. And a uh, ton of tunes on that one. And uh, since Caribbean Queen's on there, I wonder if uh, just one of those days is uh, Fresh Prince. Interesting. Maybe we'll play that or look, uh, do that. We'll play a few more of those tunes a little bit later on as well. You're going global with gas. Man. And that's Matt, the intern, hanging out. Uh, anything <laughs> from the... Who made that uh, up? Me. Well, Me? yeah, for that part, yeah. I came up on the fly with that. Yeah. It's money. Thank <laughs> you. It is money. Makes Thank the show. Yeah. See? What, see what? That. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Oh, I'm encouraging them. Thank you for the ego boost. <laughs> so what's up, Global Gas? Uh, we're going to do some serving stories. All right. You want to do that? Yeah, of All right. I, I know you do. Let's do those. Well, let's play, might as well play the intro, right? Oh, you got it? I got it, man. Oh, I love hey, Farva, it. what's the name of that restaurant you like with all the goofy shit on the walls and the mozzarella sticks? You mean shenanigans? Kiss my grit! Look at the Thunderdome, bitch. I want a hamburger. No cheese. I want a hot dog. I want a milkshake. I want you nothing, All right, men, this is it. Time has come. Remember product pride, portion consciousness. Zero hour is upon us. Let us seize the day. Yeah, yeah, carpe these nuts. God, I can't wait to quit this job. Ah, uh, yes, diners at now, as we call it. I liked it. Yeah, a little from waiting, yes. Yeah, so it's our serving stories and customer tips segment we call now Diners Ed, where we try to educate the customers on how to eat out. Yes. Right, Brian? We need to be educated. Yeah, because the restaurant, we all eat out. And we all, uh, not, but not everybody works in the restaurant industry. Right. So, Well, what you're saying, dining out is a... It's a privilege and not a right. Yes. And I think that kind of comes down to where you're talking about going sure. to these comedy clubs is people think it's right to be an asshole because I paid this money, I'm drinking right. this, this, this you know, whatever it is. But The customer's always right is the biggest... Yeah, it's a bunch it's, of bullshit that's it, ever it, been. Murdered. It really is, you know. I I, I, I want to open the phone lines, Matt. You want to throw the phone number out? Maybe uh, people out there, if you have any pet peeves of the restaurant industry, you know, you go out to eat. What bugs you that servers do, and if you work in the industry, what bugs you? What customers do? Yeah. Either way, what was our mission? Our mission is bigger, better tips, bigger. Ser- no, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> better service, bigger tips. There you go. <laughs> yeah. And that number is eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. Eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight. Give gas your thoughts on your pet peeves. Yeah, let's get a phone call out there. So, uh, well, we talk about the restaurant. You go out to eat a lot, Gary. So, what is your pet peeves? Or when you're a customer, are you uh, like you are driving? You just don't give a shit. You're kind of a quiet customer. No, no, no. I really, I think what bothers me. We we were talking about this earlier. Is like when you go into a restaurant like at eight thirty and it closes at nine, yeah. and then there's no there's no service to be found. Like that's annoying. Right. Again, like I get it. Come in at five to nine. You know, well, how late it. will you go in, man? Because See, I got I, a 15 minute window that I, I don't him. go in. But. Well, we talked well, about we, this a second talk, ago. Unless I'm dying. I say, <laughs> eight, I, I say half an hour is, is, is fair. Okay. That's, That's 20 minutes. Mean half hour. 15, 20 minutes before they close. Because you could still be in and out of there like 10 after 9 or 10 after, you know, 10 minutes after they're closing. Yeah, but when would you, when would you, sure. No, not how long, how soon before they close. Will you go in five minutes before they close? No. Okay, so no. what, how long? 30 minutes. Oh, 30. That's yeah. even more than me. I said yeah. 15. You take 40 and they close at 9, I'll go in. Okay. Yeah. I said 15, 20 minutes is about okay. the, 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 minimum. the latest you can get into a restaurant before yeah. they close, depending on how busy they are. If they're really busy, you're, you're good to go until the time they close. I don't want people hating me 
that are serving me food. I don't want you to hate me. I don't know what you're going to do. I'm not saying you are going to do anything. I don't even – I can't enjoy my meal. If I come in at 8.58, you close at 9, right. and you hate me. But that's the misconception people have when they go out to eat. Their, their mind – they're open till 10. I'm going till 10. There, there should be no quorums about that. However, they don't understand that But they're dealing that the, with people. Right. When the people who work there want to go home at 10 yeah. o'clock, and you're going to go in there. You're going to piss beings. off not just one person. You're pissing right. off a whole staff. Yeah. Sure. you got people making your food. And people didn't understand that when you go out to eat that – yeah, they want to go home. Right. Well, especially if stay. people, if there's like a bunch of other people that also just came in and all people are eating and you're not keeping anybody, then fine. But if there's like hardly anybody in there and you come in like that and you right. are responsible for making people work longer. Right. You know, I mean, yeah, they're not going to be happy. I don't want to keep anybody at their job longer. No. That, you know, and the longer you stay, the more you pay. And if you even come sure. in late to a restaurant, that means you should be tipping a little bit extra yeah. if you're keeping people longer. Take it into consideration. Right. Yeah, mean, another, is, another huge pet peeve, and we, we talked about this, is all I ask for if, the, you know, if there's an issue with the kitchen or there's an issue with you taking a while to get to my table to see what I need, just an apology. That's all. Hey, sorry. Things are crazy. It's, right. it, it, it's amazing accountability. It's amazing how yeah. far that goes. You know what a I mean? Big time. And also, Huge. I would talk about when we, uh, if you're, uh, you know, got a swamped as a server and, you know, your table, you got a, just got another new table and, it, you know, it's going to take you a couple minutes to get to them. Yeah. Just let them know. Just, I see you. I'm going to take care <laughs> of you. Just give me one minute. I'll be right there. Right. Yeah. Then people can chill and relax. All right, good. I know somebody's. Knows I'm here. But you can also understand as a customer, you need to realize your atmosphere, what you're walking into. If you're walking into a busy place, you realize you might not be priority number one for these guys. Sure. You know, it's going to take a little extra longer than normal to do that. But right. there have been times where when you get a new table and you just don't get to them, and then you know 10 minutes goes by, and then now you don't want to go back to that table. Because <laughs> you, right. like, you got to deal. Now you got to deal with it. So deal. You look get over it. it. Otherwise, yeah. it make it worse. <laughs> the thing is, also, I was going to say, is like, some people think the ratio is like one server per table. Like, no, I actually have a section. I got other tables, right. too. You're really not the only ones here. I right. mean, granted, I, yeah, I want to take good care of you, but... You have to understand the concept of other people existing. I know for me personally, like I would never want to own a service industry business, whether it was retail or a restaurant, because I, I, I don't know. Like if you, you have the bigger places like Applebee's and Chili's and stuff like that, I'm sure they spend a ton of money trying to train these people, and you know that goes out the window two <laughs> weeks in. Sure. You know I mean, like they really don't care, <laughs> right? There. Food tests. What, what kind of what kind of training do they give you as far as uh, that goes? Oh, the customer side. Night, of no, it's everything's clocked. 30-second greet. Oh, know, really? Two-minute to get drinks. You know? they Really, they time you on that. Oh, That's... God. It's to the second. Wow. And you're a robot. You're not a, you're not a, you're not a real, you know, like, individual. Yeah. You're, you're, they want robots just doing this, not yeah. saying the wrong the, thing. We were talking about that as far as where has customer service gone. And if you're tra- training people like that, yeah. it's not going to, it's not going to get better. You work in a mom and pop place, you got right. more chance to But like, I'm. I'm such a like a I don't know I I'm a magnet for bad service I just you I always am I always service. do and when we went out to go eat we, you know Brian and I would go out to the restaurants You're a picky customer too a little bit you know but I can play the good, the bad cop you know but I I can play the good cop too right <laughs> <laughs> what he, well Gary was asking me does has anybody ever called into the show and so we used to leave a note it says your your service has been it will be reviewed, reviewed. tonight yeah. here's the phone number call in well we did a Chili's and the girl called in. You know, she was the only one that actually called us. We, we had, called a few. We ended up calling them, but we, we were ripping on her. I was. 
And Brian was playing the the good cop. I was playing the bad cop. But um, I was talking about him. I asked for Tabasco sauce. She came with the new bottle with the wrapper on it still. Like I'm like, you know, deal. at least could take the. It's not a big deal, right? I don't know, but still, it's one of those little things. As sure. a server, you need to take the wrapper off when you give it to a customer. Yeah, I guess you should. But and so I've kind of threw a little bitch at that, and she called in. She says, "I'm listening to you guys." Yeah, <laughs> it was good. But she was horrible. She was horrible. Yeah, you know, she's walking away from us while she's taking our order or but, while but we're talking to he, her. He, here's my issue: whether it's like a, a, a restaurant job or a retail job or whatever, like you know, people working at CVS or uh, people working Home Depot, whatever it is. I, th- th- there's this idea, and, well, uh, actually fact, there's tons of people out of work right now. Tons of people out of work. Right. So you mean to tell me, like I go in and you see some of these people working, and I'm thinking to myself, these are the best and brightest <laughs> that came in here to apply for this job. Now, I don't know if these are the only people that came in, right. and the general manager is strapped because they got to hire these people because right. they're the only ones coming through the door, right. or when they come in for the interview... They throw so much pizzazz behind the interview and like, I'm going to do this. Although I find it hard to believe because some of these people are such dopes when they serve you. No personality, no nothing, no anything. You're like, there's no way that they could turn it from zero to 60 and then bring it back down when they start the job. So I always like to think like for everybody who's like, I I can't find a job, I can't find it. It's like, wow. I mean, if you go to any of these places, how is this? How are They're you beating not, you. How yes. are they beating you? How are they beating you? How is that possible? <laughs> Do you remember years and years ago when Blockbuster Video came out? Remember Blockbuster Video? Like when those guys came out, when Blockbuster started yeah. their business, yeah. those guys wore sweaters. They were hello. Like they had 100 copies of everything. Yeah. And then slowly they started to do well. And then the service Cocky. just went to shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like nobody cared anymore. The the, the staff where <laughs> they were stoned. Like the, the videos were all gone. The shelves were dirty. Like and they eventually went out of business yeah. because you you yeah, Netflix and all this other stuff. But like there, there's a point where I look at it. I was like I I, I I'm blessed in a sense that like I don't. You know, I, I don't have to look for a job, <laughs> right. but I'm like, if I had to find a job, like I could, could. I feel like I could beat out these other schmucks <laughs> that are working there. Like, well, I it's such high turnover. They're just, they get stuck with whoever can work in a sense. I mean, yeah, the, the, the morons. You want to talk about morons? I mean, the, I, I, literally two nights ago, I'm at the bar and I'm watching some games, and I was going to get some chili cheese fries. I'm like, what kind of cheese comes on the fries? And she says, shredded. <laughs> I'm like. No, honey. I mean, like you know, cheddar, American, this and that. <laughs> right. And she's like, "Well, it's it's, it's a mix." I'm like, "Of?" <laughs> like, I'm just saying, there's like there's, there's stupidity. Yeah. You know, and people who work in the restaurant industry, it's it, there's a. I mean, look, you're dealing with all types of people in the world. It's, it's the restaurants are it's a microcosm of our society. You know who you're who you're working with and dealing with. It's just a lot of. Yeah. The next time I'm driving and I see a guy with a sign asking for money on the side of the road and yeah. it's like 32 and white, I'm going to be like, have you been inside some of these? You can beat these people. Yeah. <laughs> you what obviously you have the motivation to be out here. I mean, <laughs> it's 110 out here. Right. I mean, I just don't get it. Like, again, like, and I, I, am, I, I also sympathize with them because I feel like that is a tough gig. Yes, it they is. got to deal with a bunch of assholes. Nobody's happy. Uh, the Tabasco sauce is a wrapper. You <laughs> douche. Just don't, don't, be, don't be the so uh, have a social job. Yeah, you know, a customer service kind of job, and that's not your personality. Here's, you want to be in a cubicle. Here's my favorite favorite thing ever. Call a hotel. Right, I'm yeah. coming down. I'm staying at your hotel. Yeah, I'm driving down the 15 freeway. Yeah, what exit are you guys off of? Oh my God, their head's going to explode. They have no clue where they are. They don't. They got to find eight managers. How do you not who, know? How do you not know? 
what street you guys are off of or <laughs> what intersection you're near. Like that is How'd annoying. You get there? That's why I love yeah. I don't know if you guys I think you have it down here. That's why I love Uber because Uber basically said to the cab company, screw you, we're gonna get better service for a cheaper price. We're gonna offer our customers bottled water when they come into the the, the the car service. We're gonna have phone chargers, and that's why all these cab companies are like, Screw you, we're not we, we don't want you because they're offering a better product for a cheaper price. Oh so I much see. better. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's all that. you need. You need that kind of thing. You know what I mean? So right, where, where were you, by the way, for, that you were looking at? By the way, I love that you're eating chili cheese fries. That's a sign that you don't, <laughs> you don't give a shit about cholesterol. <laughs> I don't give a shit. You don't care about health. Nothing. You know what I mean? I no. was awful. I know. No, 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 what did no. you do last night? Did you have the fourth meal? Or nothing. Just, uh... nothing. I, will, I will say this. I, I, I add up calories with beer. I had beer, a lot of beer last night. I got really pretty hammered last night. But no, I had the salmon. Yeah, Done. I did shots on stage. <laughs> you I never ever do that. No, they were uh, lemon drops. Lemon oh, drops. Lemon drops. They were going to give away the fireball, man. Never ever do that. I'm never a guy like, hey. <laughs> I'm never that guy. And in fact, I got off stage. I apologized to Joe, and I said hey, he loves it. it. He, does he? Got him drinking. Okay, yeah, good. He wants those people ordering shots. Yeah. Okay, good. That was good, great good. for the club. Good. Well, it, it was great until I paid for the shots. <laughs> like I literally. <laughs> what you have to pay for? Well, I, it, he gave me a great discount, but I said to Joe, I was like, "Hey, listen, I want to pay for the shots." Like I didn't know what the response would be, but he's like, "Okay, thank you." And I was like, well, shit. "No, no, like, no, you know, no, no." I was just. But but but, but, but it was it was fine because like I I thought I they never, bought you shots. No, 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 no. I. I said kind of like, let's do oh, shots. Okay. Oh, so okay. then I picked up that tab, oh, which was cheap, but it was yeah, just kind of yeah, like, gotcha. it was one of those things. I was like, I'm never that guy on stage like, whoa, like that big you know, fraternity guy, like, let's get drunk. <laughs> and I did it last night because I was having it. so much fun. Yeah. And uh, and then I sent uh, the other guys over, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I sent oh, them yeah. <laughs> some drinks too because I felt like they didn't oh, get yeah. their shots. So I was like, I don't want to make <laughs> Tracy them Chapman. angry. Tracy Chapman. Tra- yeah, yeah. That was uh, equal opportunity. Uh, Absolutely. So I want to make sure I took care of those guys. And they were super nice. Super nice. I wound up liking the guy in the front. I did too. I didn't like him at first. He no, was very lippy. Right. And I didn't like him. And I was yeah. like, dude, like he really was kind of yakety yak. Yeah. And I, I, I liked him. And they came up at the end of the night. Yeah. Super nice guys. Yeah. They were all great. Right. But I didn't from like back him at east, first. from Jersey and like, you know, so. But uh, that they were, it was them and then the guy on the side who got yes. kicked out. And then I noticed drastically after that guy got kicked out that that dude started Relaxing, right? Because he knew, yeah. right? This is a free for all. I will say, I saw the guy whose birthday it was leave, who got kicked out, and he was super nice. Like he was was very calm, like you know. But but Joe Outside? said he's like uh, as he was getting kicked out, like after they firmed up the bill he was and everything. Everybody the finger. He he. I think he settled down <laughs> at that point when he knew he wasn't getting back in. Oh, okay. Because he came over and said hi, and Joe's like, "Please just get him out of here." So oh, I was like, "Yeah, yeah absolutely." I see. Yeah. You know what they should do is they should. Have somebody at the beginning of the show fake heckle and get thrown out, and then everybody oh, right, can right, right. see what happens. <laughs> yeah, and then everybody plant will just somebody. behave. Just p- right. put a plant in the head, right yeah. in the, in the crowd and make that happen. <laughs> Let's do this. Let's play a couple songs. We'll come back. We'll call my mom up. We'll play some drug oh, code, and we'll do some porno music or not with uh, not comedians with Gary Cannon. <laughs> That's not the order to do. She's Brian, not playing. And Brian Ritchie. Uh, I'm not playing that with your mom. No, I'm not going to play that with my mom. Um, all right, Matt. We're going to play some <laughs> new Kingston here. We're going to play that tune just one of those days. Okay. That's, I'm, 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 I'm get my guts thinking. It's a Fresh Prince one because we'll that was one of his very first hits. You know that he oh, had yeah? one of my very first CDs I ever bought. Fresh I bought Prince? two CDs, very well, like an '83 or something like that. When the CDs just came out, I bought two CDs. My very first ones were Fresh Prince of Bel Air <laughs> and uh, Girls Ain't Nothing But uh, uh, Trouble. Isn't that the song? Isn't that the album? Didn't he sing and, Summertime like Summer? Summer? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah but that was way after that though. Will this Smith. is this is oh. yeah, this is uh, Fresh Prince and, and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Right, <laughs> parents just don't understand. That's yeah, it, right. And the other album was. Uh, 
Crocus Headhunter is the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is. I know it was a weird combination of uh, CDs. This one's New Kingston, though. This one is uh, from their album University. So this one uh, we'll play here. Just one of those days we'll come back and we'll do some uh, other things here. I'm going Club of Gas. Man, 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 man. man.
Everything I will fail But I continue marching down this trail Clouds up in the sky They cast shadows on my life The vision in transplanted But there's darkness in my eyes I'm about to go and stronger You must endure the pain Cause life's a thunderstorm And I'm just dancing in the rain They try to put me down and repel me But they can't do anything to stop me This passion reinforces every single bone inside my body Cause this is my life And guaranteed I'm gonna live it Take all that I made up And that's what I'll give it Give it my heart I'll give it my soul in the rain. Through the Roots and Dancing in the Rain, a uh, special request going out to Matt from Puxu, who listens to our show every day. <laughs> well, like, listens to the show every day? I mean, it's more like I run it every time we're here. Yeah. Going, going Global with Gas. To with? Man. I'm going to his show. Yeah, yes, his band is awesome, yeah, by the way. Puxu, that's P-U-C-K-X-O-U. 
That's right. And uh, it's a great reggae band. And you guys are available now on what iTunes and what? Uh, where can people find your music at? Um, iTunes, Spotify. I found out yesterday via YouTube that we're apparently on Google Plus and Amazon Music. Nice. So All right, that's cool. Excellent. All right, well, call my mom and uh, put. Do you, do you know how to like feed everyone the sound and everything? Yeah, I know how to do. I know how to get your mom on the line. Well, I know, but do you know how to send her phone call to yes. us? Okay, call call up right now and put the phone up so we I, can. Uh, I will. Once it starts ringing. All right, okay. uh, we're gonna call my mom up. It's Mother's Day tomorrow. I, yeah, it's your Mother's Day tomorrow. But you really just want to brag. That's what this calls. <laughs> no, about. No, I Let's think we think about that. Is, that, is no, that the deal? He's, no, not come at all. on, Gary. I would think so think? too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about not that. A, he's not a humble man. He wants <laughs> us. <laughs> this guy gets any uh, no. any taste of <laughs> success. Yeah, yeah. Oh, me? Ride it. No, I'm not. Come on now. I'm just kidding. I was, I know, tomorrow's it Mother's good. Day. It just happens to be. I you know. brought your mom to well, the show last you night. You gave her a present by telling her how well his son did. Yeah, but it was such a last minute thing that she didn't know I was up there. Your mom was there last night? My mom was there. I met yeah. your sister, but I didn't meet your mom. Yeah. Did I meet your mom? No. Uh, she was standing right there, too. I don't know. I don't think. Maybe not. But she was Because I, I met Michelle at the very end, yeah. like They're when we were all on the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my mom was there. I was interacting with her yeah. throughout my set. That's right. With, during the slideshow. And before, I gave her yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you a brownie. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Have you done that slideshow all the time? My mom Joe? ate a whole pop brownie. <laughs> Last night? No, three days ago. Oh, did she really? So I was telling a story about it, and then one of the people in the crowd gave me one. Funny. So I gave it to her, you know, and I told her to take half this time. So she followed directions. Is that... Oh, that's what you had backstage. Yes. I saw that thing. (laughs) So did she eat it last night? Um, Yes. So whatever. Her and her friend Lois... The lady was knocking drinks over. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Aunt Lois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they split it. All right, so I didn't properly sorry to interrupt. I didn't properly ring her in, but I think she's on the line with us now. Okay, mom, you there? Sweet. Hello, hello. Sounds like she hung up. Mom. Mom. I I know. (laughs) Mom, Mom, are you there? Hang on, I got to do something real quick. Go talk amongst (laughs) yourselves for a minute. Okay, buddy. Go find your mom. This yeah, she hung up. She hung up. One second, call her back. <laughs> this is how they do it over at Howard Stern. Yeah, he just runs out to make sure the call is getting through. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Howard's like, hold on, I gotta see why the call isn't coming through. He's like, Fred, you and Robin talk. Yeah, so have we you, know. Have you tried the phone system before? No, we're gonna try it on air. That's why I love comedy clubs when you walk in and like the mic's not working. It's like, guys, we have one thing that makes a show productive, and it's the microphone. If that doesn't work, we have nothing. Exactly. We have nothing. uh, We were lost without you. What happened? By the way, they canceled you. Brian and I are doing the show. <laughs> Damn, they love they they so the chemistry Brian and I had during that last so eight seconds. So I'm the guest now? Yes. <laughs> going global with Gary and B. is <laughs> the new name of the show. I can't believe Thanks. we're making this kind of money. It's great. Yeah. They All said they sudden. had no budget up until earlier. No, they do. Up until, it's great. Up until a minute ago. Yeah, yeah. next week? We just found thousands of dollars to shower this show with. All right, go ahead. And a working Try phone. Oh, All here right. we go. Mom, you there? Yes. Hi, how are you? Well, I'm just fine. How are you? I am doing well. You know, you're on the internet right now. Yeah, I I know that. Right, so you can curse if you like. (laughs) And that's... uh, Fucking A. Fucking A. Uh, Brian Ritchie's with me. Hi. Hey, remember me? Of course I do. How are you? I'm wonderful. Chatting here with your lovely young son. And uh, we have another comedian, Gary Cannon, is with us as well. Hi, Mom. Hey, Gary. How are you? Good. Where, where in Northridge do you live? Because I live in L.A., too. 
I, I live in Northridge. I live <laughs> off of uh, Reseda and uh, Devonshire. Do you live near the Karate Kid house where they did the where they filmed that movie? Ooh. Do you know where that is? That was in Reseda. I have no idea. Oh, I don't okay. know. That was Reseda. That's that's actually where we first lived in, in the valley. It was. Yeah. Wait, the, the Karate really? Kid house, the one where the the, the apartment rich girl building. Lived? No, the apartment building oh, where that Miyagi they moved was? to. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Is it? Where is it at? It's in Reseda, and that's why when your mom said Reseda, like. Should Reseda Boulevard, but I think it's right. off of Reseda Boulevard. Oh, yeah, down there. But Reseda Boulevard is probably like Ventura. It's pretty big, right? Yes. Okay. It runs the whole length of the valley, basically. Yeah. yeah. Is that where you grew up? Uh-huh. That yeah. was the same house? Yeah. No, yeah. not in Reseda, but Northridge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so. um, Mom, happy uh, Mother's Day. I know it's early, but uh, I wanted to call oh, you. Thank you, my love. Yes. Uh, I love you, and thank you for everything you do. Aw. Okay. Do I, do I, owe you money? I like how she didn't say it back. <laughs> that was a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> Awkward. Yeah. Um, but, hey, but, but, Aww, Kevin, you never told nice. me that before. Oh, oh. The, the bag's out, huh? <laughs> yeah, the first the time, out. huh? Um, you know, when, good for you. When were you? Uh, when did you go to see the show Dancing with the Stars? What year was that? Uh, I don't know. It was a couple of years ago. Right. Well, At G- least uh, three or four years ago. Oh, wow. Well, uh, Gary Cannon, he, he uh, warms the audience up for that show, or he did back then. Well, I used to. You know how they have somebody that comes out and kind of hosts it, like before yeah, the show? Yeah. yeah. I my used to do that. My girlfriend won a t-shirt. He, oh, really? The guy threw a t-shirt up in the, in the audience, and my girlfriend got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's what I used to do back in 2009. So I was kind of that fluffer guy back in 2009 before. I know, cool. I don't know who did it when you guys saw it, but yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It was it made the evening really, really cool. But but Kevin told me that like it, people were passing out in line because it was so hot outside, right? <laughs> it was me. It wasn't <laughs> people. <laughs> it wasn't people. It was me. So, I right, passed out. It's, it's, to go see that show, it's a cattle call, right? Like you get there early and you wait and you wait and you wait, right? Yeah, that's correct. And it was a very hot day. It was in November. Yes. And I was wearing my daughter's dress, which was like a size two. Okay. And I was in heels, and uh, it was just really hot, and you're standing against the wall, you know, at the studio there. Right. And all of a sudden, I looked at my girlfriend, and I said, I think I'm going to faint, and I did. And then what happens? Yeah, did you get Um, They had their their EMT guys were there, and they came right over to me and uh, asked me questions. You know, I came to almost right away. It wasn't that bad. And uh, they wanted to call an ambulance. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It is what? amazing that that you know those processes are so long that by the time you get in, you're already tired, right? Oh yeah, it was really not right. It wasn't fair to keep us out there it's all ridiculous. that time because a lot of you know what that. other people like stars and stuff were going in, and they went right. Not I wouldn't say stars, but people that were really dressed, they were taken in almost right away. They didn't have to wait in line, right? And I resented that, you know. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, next time, a little tip to get quicker up in the line, next time don't wear panties. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Mom. But I'm just telling you. Well, that, how would they know? Well, what, do I have to pull up my know. dress? They know. <laughs> <laughs> they knew when you fainted. That's how they knew. The, the EMTs, they work with the audience company. That's how they get people in quicker. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll make a note of that. There you Thank go, you. Mom. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Any, of the trade. any tip helps. <laughs> so what? Uh, <laughs> Revealed here. What, what's uh, what's been on your mind lately? Uh, well, I just had major surgery yesterday. Oh yeah, what happened? Uh, I don't I, even know. Really? Yeah, no, yeah. I know, I know. He doesn't uh, say I love you. He doesn't know. Uh, what a major <laughs> surgery? What's what does that well, mean? Well, wasn't that major? But Shauna went with me. She took me. I had some cancer removed from my. Well, if you think of Dirty Harry holding his magnum gun to some guy's 
head. Right. And then he shoots it, and the bullet hole goes right between his eyes. Yeah. Well, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> what, wow. You're the bullet, you're the gun, you're the head. I, I'm, I'm the recipient of the bullet. It looks like a bullet was shot right through my head. Oh, oh. It's, uh, that's where the mark was. So, so again, skin cancer again. Yep. Yeah. Okay. This well. is not the first round with it that she's Oh, had. no. Yeah. But getting I'm getting an echo. Oh, you're getting an echo? Yeah. Okay, that means probably one of the mics a little too hot. Um, maybe you want to turn the mics down a little bit, uh, Matt, just a little hair. Um, well, at least you're okay. So that was in and out operative, just kind of uh, show oh, up. Oh, no, I got there at 7 in the morning, and I got home at 2 in the afternoon. Oh, wow, it's quick. He had to, yeah, 7 hours, 8 hours. He had to keep going back in, and he didn't get it all. Eesh. So it started with the cute little circle. And it ended up literally between my eyebrows. Honest to God, I have a hole Ugh. between my eyebrows. How, how big? It's big. You can ask Shauna even. Uh, it's big. That's all right. Let's move on. So it was, it was really a... <laughs> what? Well, I'm, I'm glad you're okay. And, yeah. you know, this is... Uh, She's a trooper. Yeah, definitely trooper. Um, what else is uh, new? What's been on? Uh, anything well, in the can news? can I tell yeah, her you wanna, yeah. that... Do you know Kevin performed last night? At, oh. In front of a huge crowd... You're kidding. Uh, at a major comedy club, and oh wow, it was fantastic! <laughs> he really was so funny. He did they did, laugh? Everybody did, laughed. Everybody was hysterically yeah. laughing in unison repeatedly. No it was way! Beautiful. <laughs> no way. <laughs> that is impossible. Wait, Kevin? Did yeah. you say Kevin? Kevin? Oh, wait, are you sure Kevin Gassman? Are you sure? <laughs> he is a polished professional no comedian. <laughs> You're kidding. I'm wow. not kidding. He did the best show he's ever done, and yep. he got great feedback. His uh, wow. ad chicken joke <laughs> yeah. demolished. Did you know about the ad chicken joke? No. Have, oh, have, yes, yes. Yeah, ad, you yes. ran that by you? A side dish, yeah. On yeah. The side <laughs> of- wait, 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 wait. Two ad chickens, please. Right, two yeah. ad chickens. <laughs> no, that were, I, that, yes, that's very funny. I like so that. It was great to have him on the show, and Gary well, was on the show. You. Yeah, we all had a yeah, good time. Yeah, it was time. a blast. Yeah, it was a good time. How fun! I Good to for let you. you know that to make your mother's day nice and fuzzy and warm. <laughs> it, well, it's always fuzzy and warm and nice we, when we, I when I talk to my son. Br- yeah. Brian and I, when we were doing the Be Chilling with Gas show, we were we were working on a segment called "Take My Mom, Please," <laughs> <laughs> where where I was gonna ex- me, where me and Brian were I gonna exchange that, yeah. moms. And <laughs> you you would be you Brian's have mom. My mom for a week. Oh wow. <laughs> well, I can do that. <laughs> I think I don't know. Well, I you know I'm we not both lived say. with our moms as right. adults. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, sure. Living with your mom, just you and your mom. Yeah. Per se. Right. We, they both have. So we're thinking about like as a reality show. Take my mom, please. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Funny. where people exchange their adult sons yeah. <laughs> through the house. <laughs> right. And you remember some specifics? No. Do you? Um. Like what? Well, with, I would complain about my mom, and you would complain about yours. Right. Right. Yeah, oh, that's there's that. nothing to complain about. <laughs> they can complain about us. You are, yes. More, so I'm sure. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, have a great Mother's Day tomorrow. Well, thank you. I'm going over to David and Carrie Ann's, David's barbecuing. Nice. So all the kids will be there. By the so way, David's a, a very big lawyer in the entertainment industry. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yes, he is. He's one of those where, like, you know, the when a family friend succeeds real well, it makes you feel not as, you know. So they probably got some good <laughs> grub. Send Gas a plate. He's a little tight on funds. He's got the ad chicken. Is, is that your, your brother-in-law? Would this be your brother-in-law? No, just family friends. Oh, like no, family no, friend. this, guy's, uh, this guy's mom was my, what, third grade teacher? Mm. Yes. 
No, fourth grade. She was it fourth grade? Yeah, we, we, uh, I, home tutoring. We were home, home tutored. Tutoring. When 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 LA busing happened for kids in the uh, in the late uh, was it or the early eighties, uh, maybe yeah. late seventies or something like that. Yeah. My, my mom pulled me from public school and we did private home tutoring. So this That's lady correct. would c- come over to our house. It'd be our house for one week. It'd be another kid's house for a week. Oh wow! And we'd bounce around for like what was it, six or seven kids. Six. Yeah. So we'd bounce around. But you got like you were on the news because of this. Well, we started it. We started the home tutoring here in the Valley. Wow. How long did that last for? Uh, it lasted two years. Oh, wow. Because my kids, every kid that was in the classes was scheduled to go to downtown L.A. You know, they were all on the, the list to be bussed. And there was no way I was sending my kids downtown. You know how cool I would have been if I would have gone downtown, Mom? I think oh, yeah. kind of ruined my life a little bit. By, <laughs> by That's a nice thing to say. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. You ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> because you home tutored me. I didn't get to go. You home tutored. No, I Who knows? Maybe oh. saved your life. You might have got You're right. shanked. Yeah. No, home, Let home me locker. tell you, home it was tutoring the best was cool. year of his life. He learned the most in the, he ever learned in any school he ever yeah. went to. It was, he got whacked by uh, blood. Home tutoring was, was really cool. I think school started at like 11 o'clock in the morning, you know, every day. Oh, so give me a break. It was like 11 to 2 or something like that or something, whatever it was. Was. Yeah, yeah, it was um, four hours, four yeah. hours a day. Um, right on. Well, very cool. Yes. All right, Mom. Happy well, Mother's gosh, Day. I'm so glad you called. Well, thank you, yeah, and happy, happy Mother's, Mother's Day. Day to your mothers. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Mom. I love you. And have oh, I love you, you got too, two. sweetie. Yeah, that was nice. All right, say I'll, it more, huh? I, well, I, every time I you see promise? her, I'll talk to her. Yes, okay. I do. I will. All right. I, I love you, Mom. I'll talk to you soon. I love you too. Thanks for calling. And nice to know you guys. Nice talking to you, Brian. Absolutely. Bye, Mom. Bye. Bye. Have a good one. You too. All right, bye, Mom. Okay. Bye. All Enjoy right. Your day. All right. Well, from that, we're going to go into some porno music or not. <laughs> oh, this is good. <laughs> All right. No segue. Huh? Between. Okay. What should we do? <laughs> Have a moment of silence. <laughs> a little. <laughs> it's fine. This program contains sexually explicit dialogue. Discretion is advised. Oh yeah, baby. It's time now for porno music <laughs> or not. <laughs> Let yourself go and feel the rhythms of the sounds of sweet, sweet love. And it's doggy style. <laughs> Test your skills. Is it the beats of passion? Or is it some lame jingle you saw on TV or something else? I don't really know, man. Don't even ask me, man. I'm just the voice of this thing. <laughs> or no music or not. So hot, it's on fire. On our hot stuff, Hibachi of Love rates four for kids. <laughs> <laughs> the intros are the best. You're like so rolling Intro your eyes. to segments <laughs> on this show. That's, well, you know, it's funny because on the radio, it's a little different. These are so, you know, they want to be a little more shorter and sweeter for the radio. But the yeah. podcast, we can be a little more extravagant. I like it. I do too. All right. Well, this is the game we play here. And uh, you guys can get involved if you like. Matt, you want to throw the phone number out? 1-866-472-5788. with 866-prefix. All right. Well, we have uh, music we're going to play. Well, we got different variations of porno music or not. I thought maybe we'd uh, very, you know... Veer off a little bit from the actual porno music or nice. not, and we'll play your choice. We got soap or porn, which is dialogue, okay. or we can play seventies game show or seventies porn. I like the first one. Yeah, yeah, let's do that one. You want to do soap or porn? We got dialogue. We got dialogue. Yeah. So you have to tell me if this is from a porn or if it's from a soap opera. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's. It, how should, it sounds like it's easy. It, well, you should know, be. It should be. Here we go. Is this uh, soap or or is it porn? You made your choice. And you ended things with Scott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It is over, isn't it? Yeah. It's porn. Oh yeah. Um, of course it is. It's just I kind of miss him still. I, porn? You going porn? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what was crazy was there was somewhere in the middle there that something gave you a little tell. That was you, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a line delivery of some sort or some kind of. So I, I think, I mean, I was actually going to say soap, but Gary's got me kind of convinced with yeah. his, his confidence in the, uh, his choice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be my own man, though. I'm going to say soap. Really? Yep. You're going soap, Gary's going porn. Yeah. Michelle, what do you think? I think it's porn. you yeah, yeah. the, the acting is the, that three. Yeah. The acting. And, and, and Matt, the what acting. about you? See, I actually thought the acting was pretty good by those two chicks, but then again, I don't think female actors are really good anyway. So, um, <laughs> oh, jeez, man. I'm going to say that uh, it's a soap opera. All right, oh, wow. soap opera. All right, two got, and two. Two and two, and the answer, uh, it is a soap opera. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. So I'm talking about Brian. Yes, yeah. uh, that so. is uh, General Hospital, by the way. It was? See? Yes. Yeah, I'm saying. Some of the those acting are was bad, bad, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but then again, soap and porn, the yeah. acting's equivalent anyway. That is true. <laughs> ding, right. ding, ding, that's ding. That's why this Hence, is hard. That's why this game is hard. Here we go. Is this porn or is it not? Is it broken? No, he'll be fine. Just a spring. You're a damn good looking woman, you know that? Oh, porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. Porn. That's definitely porn. Yeah, I mean, All yeah. Right. I, I thought the first one was more obvious. But I, I, I'm going to go, obvious, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, All right. Because it's like something ha- somebody fell right. or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. You don't think I was plausible oh, you're for You're hot. It. Like, you just went right into it. <laughs> yeah. Are you okay? You're hot. Like, you're whoa, hot. buddy. All right. Just Slow down. Just down. Yeah. Think, Michelle? Yeah, definitely porn. All right. Everyone's going porn. Yes, Senses. you're right. It's porn. All right. That was, kinda, that, was lame. that was lame on my part. Here we go. Is this soap or is it porn? Your date with Laura went okay? I mean, I know you wanted it to be special. Yeah, I did. Was it? I'm <laughs> I don't mean to pry. Oh, no, no, it's okay. You don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. It was extraordinary. <laughs> this is soap. Wow. Soap what do you opera? think, Kenny? Yeah, soap. You're going soap? Yeah, I think so. Michelle? I think it's porn. Is this all porn? You're going porn? Yeah. Okay, Brian. What did, what did he say? What did Matt say? I said soap because it's two dudes talking. Okay. Like, here, I'm thinking you did you did one soap and then you went four. <laughs> trying to figure out. <laughs> We're See, I I, sometimes when I don't know, I look at Gas's system. Right. I try to figure him out. Yeah, yeah. How he's going to go? I think he's. I think he went another porn on us. I think he went back to back. So you're going porn? Yep. Okay. So who's going porn? You, Raise your hand. Michelle porn. and Brian and the other guys with soap. And I say soap. All right. Um, it is soap. Oh! Yes, it was all my children. I don't watch a lot of porn, so I suck at this. <laughs> I watch a lot. Can you say suck again? <laughs> hey, do you watch? <laughs> I, I'm just kidding, man. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I could kick you from here. <laughs> no, you can't. You're too far away. No. Um, we're pretty much out of it, man. We're done. Oh, that was, yeah, it? was yeah, the third one? What was, that was the ratio? Two and two? Yeah, you know. No, we did. But we can end off on two a little. Two soaps and one. We'll end off on a porn of music or not. Yeah, okay. give okay. us one of those. All right. right, so here, this is uh, porno music, or is it porn, or is it uh, something else? Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> porno music or something else, or do we know like what it could be? Like, yeah. Well, you got if it's you not porn, so you get oh, bonus. Yeah, you get bonus, right? If you, if you could say. Right. What I'd say it, what? something else, obviously. You don't think it's porn? No. No? What are you feeling? I don't know. I mean, I like I like the vibe of this song. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you don't want to believe it. Like, I don't think porn. I could 
jerk off to this music. <laughs> that's how I know. Uh, like I couldn't, it would throw me off. Uh, so that's your, that's your yeah, go. Okay, I don't know. So you're going no porn? I'm going no porn. I'm going to something well, else. You don't know what. I don't know what it could All right, be. I'll say no also, but I think of like a car ad. It sounds like. You think car really? ad? Yeah, okay. you know, because sometimes it uses it for. Right. Commercial okay. stuff. Michelle? Uh, it doesn't sound like porn. It sounds like a like 90s comedy sitcom club scene. Okay. You know, like Doug Heffernan at a club. You know, <laughs> jammed yeah. with that. Yeah, that could be good. <laughs> okay, and Matt, what do you think? I'm going to say not a porn. It sounds like an instruction video or something. like Ooh, Ooh an exercise video. You guys are all saying no. Yeah. You guys are all right. Nice. Damn it. <laughs> what I is it? you guys. It's actually music for uh, Casino, Talking Stick. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's for funny. losing money. Yeah, for that's losing money. That's what losing money sounds like. All right, here. Is this porn or is it not? 70s game show or 70s porn? We're out of here. Go oh, game show. Yeah. All right, that's game show. Yeah. Porn. No. Oh, game show. Game show. I yeah. almost think that's Tic Tac Doe. Yeah, I think I recognize it, actually. It's not. It's porno. You guys suck. I win. I win. He's so happy. Uh, Gary Cannon, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it, Thank you for having me in. Dude, you guys are awesome, man. Thanks for doing our show last night, Well, thank you for being a part of getting me on that show. That was really cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't uh, thank you enough. And uh, Brian, you as well, obviously, for him on. It was an amazing show. And uh, Michelle... Thank you. Thanks this for is hanging. so much fun. Absolutely. Matthew Intern, don't be late next week. Okay. Um, okay. Man. <laughs> <laughs> don't think my mom. Dave's not here, man. Yeah, Dave's not here. Um, You're late a lot. No, You're giving late him last a lot week. of shit. You, of all people, should not be telling and anyone that I wouldn't give somebody else. What? You are always late. Your five minutes right. is 30 minutes. Well, I wouldn't give <laughs> him. Kevin's late a lot? No, I'm not late. Sometimes. Well, you know. So back off him a little <laughs> You said it three times to the kid. All right. It's all right. It's his job to, you know, give me crap. I so. got to do crap. Going Global Gas Man, live every Saturday, 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel on Voice America Live Internet Talk Radio. Yes. Catch us next Saturday or find us on iTunes or iOS, whatever else you can Tune find in, us on your phones. Stitcher, Android, look us up. You yes. can stream us, podcast us. It'd be cool. I, uh, I enjoyed it. This is a lot of fun, guys. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for having me. You got Thanks, it. Gas. All right, everyone have a good day. What is this pay? Ha, ha, ha.